welcome to episode 24 of something like that this episode i'm gonna be talking about some movies tv shows everything that i'm watching yes i know we are in a quarantine state but if you are here let's thank god let's thank whoever you pray to that you get to listen to another episode or something like that not only that but you're living so this episode was gonna be nice short and sweet but i need your help i need more shows to watch informative funny whatever you got but i'm gonna tell you what shows i'm watching i'm gonna tell you what you should be watching and why you should be watching it but again it's up to you something like that episode 24 catch it got it see you soon
so yeah so this this it's very interesting you know is is very very interesting to say the least um another show that i've been watching it's called uh black hashtag af really stand for black as fuck uh is about um uh kenya barris he is the writer of blackish he also wrote and produced shows like girlfriends um girls trip um he's like the black producer that you know people call it the black producer but this show takes a perspective of his life and how being black and successful how we want people to view us and how we view ourselves as well so you watch him give his kids any and everything because he's like well listen i had a bad life so i want to overcompensate like most parents do and give my kids stuff that i never had so that way they won't look at me as a bad parent but in doing so you see how when you are a successful black person you tend to make people want to think that yo listen i don't care what i do i'm this black because i had to battle that you know dealing with uh you know mainly white america you know you want everyone to know like listen i'm professional but i'm still black as fuck so this is how i'm addressed this is me so when i started i would overcompensate you know i would excuse me i would still use slang words i would still say stuff i would still walk a certain way because i wanted you to know that i was keeping it real and the thing about black people like we want to keep it real until we are comfortable with who we are you know but i had to learn that yo listen that's you just be yourself and that's how you're going to keep it so the premise of the show is you're watching him be quote unquote too real and just making a fool of himself because once you become in in a whole different area you tend to forget that i'm here because of the person and my creativity and i i am i'm at this point because i'm smart and and there's no knock on you know black people but again you know sometimes we tend to overcompensate because we want people to know like well listen i am so smart but i'm still hood too so i'm bringing this passion and it's it's really good i watched the whole series um again um black people are a lot of black people are not happy with the show. They say it's like blackish. Well, if if you know anything about blackish, it was kind of paralleled so many ways of his life. But in black as fuck, I'm going to just say that he's really taking a bite of his life and put it into the show because you have your kids when you're coming from a place of privilege. Now, your kids are like mad at certain things. Um, you know, they feel that they want more, you know, you know, um, um, what they call it first world problems, you know? So, but it's, but it's a really good take, you know, it's a, again, like I said, especially being a black man, you tend to overcompensate because you want everyone to know how black you are, but it's like, dude, I don't, I don't have to do that, but I think it was a very good show. You know, I know some critics are saying, that people don't like it and you know and even kenya uh, bear she said listen i don't care if you don't like it you know you can have your opinion but black people we are very hard to please and, and that's very much true like we are so hard to please like we can tell everybody else what to do but it's just hard for us to you know be able to 
take our own and say, hey, this is what I want to do. And, 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 and this is how it is. And this is how it should be. So it is tough. It is tough. But I think it's a good show. So if you can watch that show, you know, it, it, it was it was really good, really good. And, you know, good lessons in it. You know, you know, just look past other shit. You know what I mean? But it's it's a really good show. And I would say watch the whole series and then formulate your own opinion because I knew what he was doing. I, I totally understand where he was going with it. And I like the way it went, you know, because, again, our kids are spoiled uh, if you are middle class and to upper. Because, again, most kids are getting more than their parents gave us because we want our kids to feel like they don't need anything because we work hard. But sometimes we give too much. And I realize that it's, it's it's not about that. And I think that he really did a good job touching on that, especially in the last episode. So so check out Black as Fuck. It's on Netflix. Steven Spielberg documentary. Wow. I will say this. It was way better than I thought it would be. Um, And what it did for me, it, it, it also made me want to act more. Um, I love entertaining. I love acting. Um, watching this, I always had this podcast that I want to do, like a mini series. And watching that, I put it together. I was like, I gotta, you know, talk about it. Boom. But Steven Spielberg documentary is so dope because you you watch someone with passion. You watch how they just push and just don't stop. And Steven Spielberg is one of those people because you watch how his movies always depict. Um, a family that breaks up, but at the end come together and you're like, damn, that is true. And you realize like anything, you know, art imitates life and a lot of his own, you know, issues were being put into movies. And I think that is so, it's just so captivating. And it talks about his own emotional being. And I think that when you have a passion you tend to use that passion for your own therapy to get away to escape and being a, a, an artist, being a a producer, if you will. And he is an artist because, you know, he's producing, directing. You get to put some of who you are in it to help people understand who you are. And I think he realized that and he was unapologetic when he did that. And that was more of a cry for help. It was like. I had the parents that broke up. My life wasn't all that. We hid behind this facade. But at the end, we all came together. And that's really what happened. Like, I don't want to talk, tell too much of it, but I'll tell one part. I'll fuck it, I'll tell. His mother and father, you know, like most people in suburbia, they live this life like, oh, we're perfect. Everything's great. But his father worked. His father worked. And Steven Spielberg said, I get a lot of my work ethic from my father. So Steven Spielberg, in turn, um, f- found out that his parents were getting a divorce. Not only did his parents get a divorce, but his mother left his father for the father's best friend. Wow. So, again, like I said, like in in most suburban, you know, uh, um, families, you know, it's like everything's peachy cream, everything's cool, cool by ya, shit like that. But everybody. Blame the father and the father let everyone blame him because he said, I knew that she wouldn't be able to take it. I knew she's not built like I am. 
So when her father finally broke down, he finally cried. Steven Spielberg like, stop crying, stop crying. But you watch how, you know, again, when you love someone, you 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 just take it. And Steven Spielberg's father just took it, <laughs> even though his mother cheated and she was in the wrong. But again, for years, Steven Spielberg didn't talk to his father. I think he said 15 years, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't talk to his father because he thought his father walked out. It was it was like, wow. So you so you're watching him trying to navigate and trying to become who we already know for 30 plus years. Steven Spielberg, 40 years, you know, some 40 years, almost 50 years. You know, we're watching Steven Spielberg because he's this due to us he's like a legend but you're watching this legend unfold and you're like wow this is steven spielberg we're talking about he has issues wow like the rest of us but i took it as that passion and just just and just going for it that's why i'm like you know i was telling my lady it's you know two o'clock in the morning i just got to do my podcast it's just my therapy where i get to talk where i get to just be who i am i get to entertain and I'm watching Steven Spielberg do this with no apologies. And I think it's so dope. And I love it myself. So you got to watch that Steven Spielberg documentary. Another show. I have not watched it. But I'm hearing nothing but great reviews about it. Ozark. I watched some of it. And, I, and I'm, and I'm going to watch you know more of it later. But I watch people uh, uh, on, on social media talk about it and give their reviews. And nothing but great things. I am a late bloomer. Um, people are mad at me, especially black people, because I have not watched The Wire yet. I'm like, listen, I lived through that. Um, I, I, I I needed something different, and The Sopranos was different for me. So I watched The Sopranos, and I love The Sopranos. So people say, if you like The Sopranos, then you're going to like, you know, The Wire. So I'm going to watch The Wire soon. I promise my family i watch The Wire. But Ozark... I usually catch on to shows late anyway, like Breaking Bad. I call it Breaking Bad late, but I'm on time with Better Call Saul, which is in the fifth season. And the last episode just aired last week. So I'm watching that as well. You know, Better Call Saul. I love it. If you like slow shows with a good storyline, then it's good for you. It's not a lot of action. But for me, I like a good storyline because I like to go on this journey. I, I like you to take me on a place. and But I, I need there to be a destination so I could be like, aha, I got it. You know, I want to feel like I'm in this with you. And I think that uh, Bob Odenkirk does a great job of doing that as he transitions from Jimmy to Saul. And you're watching this character play this character inside of a character. But, you know, dope, dope show. So Ozark, Breaking Bad. I'm sorry. Ozark, Better Call Saul, not Breaking Bad. Uh, Better Call Saul is a spinoff from Breaking Bad. But definitely dope. I'll, I'll see what after. Also, uh, the Richard Jewell movie. That's about the 1996 Atlanta bombing. And this guy, life was just ravaged. You know, it was just ravaged. And, and it's... And it's sad because it's the media still plays that, you know, we're supposed, you know, they're supposed to be filled with integrity. They're supposed to wait until they get all the facts, all the details before they start making a story. But of course they didn't do that. Of course they just threw it under the bus. 
and it was hot. They, they need to sell papers. And that's what the media does a lot of times. And this man's life was ruined because of that, you know, and it's sad because he was a hero. And then the, the next day he was like villainized. Even to this day, I think some people still look at him funny, like, well, he must knew something. And the guy that did it, he was arrested and, and he admitted to it. But it just shows you how, you know, people just want a story. People just want to feel important. But you watch this naive dude, man. Again, I don't know if, if, if Richard Jewell was this naive. Shouts out to him. You know, rest in peace. But, you know, it, it was just like, I think sometimes what I got from it is that America can take the innocence from you and make you grow up fast. Again, I, 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 I hate the reference being an African-American male, but that's what it's like. Like, you're this young kid and you're like, I'm naive. The world is filled with rainbows and everyone's nice until like, nah, nigga, your black ass going to find out quick that you are not like him. You are not like them. This is who you are. And now with social media, they they will do that. Like you will get slaughtered before the facts are out. And even once the facts out, people don't want it. Like Charlemagne said, why tell the truth? When a lie sounds better, you know, something to that extent, you know, like people don't want to tell the truth. They want to lie because a lie is better because the lie is going to get you what you want. So, you know, tend people, people, people tend to talk about just the lies, you know, and it's pretty sad. It's definitely pretty sad, you know, that, 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 that people want the lies and not the good stuff. So that's what I'm watching right now. Um, I could watch more, but I love YouTube too much. I like I mean, I've been on YouTube for hours. Like I, I I pick things that I like. Now I'm gonna tell you what, I've been a YouTube head since YouTube started. People thought I was crazy. They're like, What is this that you're watching? You what? I'm like, yo, this is this the new wave, man. If I was smart and if I knew about stocks, I definitely would have got some stocks on YouTube at a young age, but I didn't. Um, but you know, shouts out to me being older, understanding that. Now, however, I love YouTube. You know, I love YouTube. YouTube it just because it's just it's just so much variety. You know, it's not just one thing. Like, I don't have to watch what you want me to watch. I, I I don't I don't have to be in your world. And that's why I love, like I said on another podcast, I love that you can be your own content creator. Like, if that's what you like, well, let's vibe together and let's make this. You know, let's let's make our own and let's be who we really are. You know, so that's what YouTube does for me. So. Those are the shows that I'm watching now, man. And, um, you know, I know that my lady, she she watches a lot of TV. She watches a lot of everything. You know, she 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 could watch a series in like a day if that she watched like two, like two shows at once. I, I can't do that. Excuse me. Too much like brain over brain overload. I need one show. I need to keep it at one show. And because I, I like to analyze things too much. So, you know, that's what I like to watch. Now, when I just want to be senseless and not think about nothing, I watch Big Bang Theory or YouTube, like I said before. Um, I could watch the Big Bang Theory, and and that's my nerdy side, the Big Bang Theory. You know, I'm, I it's just it's dry humor, but it's funny to me, and I'm cracking up like somebody just told the best joke in the world because that's how dope it is. You know, like Big Bang Theory is something that I really enjoy. Um, you know, it's it's just it's just one of those shows where you know it. It's corny to some people, but 
I can take that corniness and I and I can and I can run with it, you know. So that's my that's my suggestions. Now, if you have any suggestions, please let me know. Um, hit me up. The the information will be in a link. Tell me what you're watching. Tell me what I should be watching. Um, again, like don't throw too many shows at me. Like two shows. Okay, I can say give me give me five shows. But tell me two that I really need to watch. You know, just too much. So if you got a show that you want me to watch, say, yo, you need to watch this. And kind of tell me about it. You know, fill me in on a little bit. Because I, 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 don't, I don't like to go on blind. You know, watching these shows, like, oh, this show's so dope. And it's like, nah, it really wasn't. You know what I mean? So let me know what it's about so we can really get into it. So, but, um, yeah, I just had to tell you that, man. I, and, and I just want to make sure everyone is good out there. I just want to make sure everybody is, you know, in a good space because, you know, we are in a quarantine time. Um, but it's been really fun to me. And I know I talked about or so early. I talked about the last dance with the Chicago Bulls. I was able to interview a Connecticut legend, Scott Burrell, who also is a champion on the Bulls 98 team. I interviewed him this week. So that was pretty dope. So I'm tightening up my skills, my radio podcast skills, if you will, to. They just do what I love to do every single day. And I and I love this podcast stuff. So, you know, it's it's definitely great that I can come on with, with everyone and just, you know, talk about things that I love, you know. So that's it right there. So, like I said, man, I want you guys to watch uh, Black as Fuck Netflix, Steven Spielberg documentary, The Last Dance um, miniseries, um, you know. Check that out. Even if you don't like sports, it's a good message in that. So watch that. That's on ESPN. It comes on at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday for the next five weeks. It's two shows per Sunday. So per week, it's two shows. So check that out. And also the Richard Jewell movie. Um, it should be out somewhere. But, you know, you you can find it. You, you know, definitely a good story. So. Check those things and also Ozark and Better Call Saul. Those shows are. I know Better Call Saul is dope. I haven't watched Ozark, but I heard nothing but good things. So you won't be disappointed in that. So check that out, man. You know, let me know. And like I said, all my information is in, you know, uh, the box here. You know, uh, email me, inbox me. Let me know what y'all watch and help a brother out so we can, you know, politic. I need some good shows, man, during this quarantine time. But like any and everything, you guys have a good day. Have a good night. Have a blessed one. And I'll talk to you next time. Peace. Always wanted to start a podcast, but just didn't know how to do it. Well, guess what? Anchor is the place for you. Anchor not only lets you download your podcast to their platform, but they even do it better. They take your podcast and they send it to multiple streams of other podcast places. Yes, I know because I've been using Anchor for over two years now. Anchor is the one-stop shop for everyone that has a podcast or if you're thinking about having a podcast. So listen, do not delay. If you want to join Anchor, you can do that now. And guess how much it costs? Zero. Nada. is free. Just go to anchor.fm.com. Load your podcast, tell them that professional Sutton sent you, and I promise you'll be great 
and I will love it. Welcome to episode 24 or something like that. I'm your boy, Professional Son, of course. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to everybody that's been holding me down. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for showing me the love and support. I appreciate y'all so, 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 so much. You know what I mean? So it has been trying times for all of us. But to say the least, I have been enjoying myself. And I hope everyone has been enjoying themselves as well. My highlight has been documentaries, movies, TV shows. I've been watching a lot of stuff that usually I don't get a chance to watch because I'm so preoccupied with work and just everything else. But I took some days off and I encourage everyone else to take some days off, too, because I'm so happy that I can take some days off and just relax and chill. And that's what I pretty much have been doing, just relax and just chilling and even right now, it's like almost two o'clock in the morning. It's one uh, forty-eight East Coast time. And I was like, yo, I just haven't talked to the people in a while. So I said, let me let me just see how everyone's doing. Let me let everyone know what I've been doing and just everything that's been going on in my life. So I appreciate everyone for what they have been blessing me with, talking to me. I appreciate all of it. Appreciate everybody for real. I really do. Really, really, really do. So one show, if you don't know sports, um, it's been a, I mean, they call it a Bulls documentary, but it's really about Jordan. They keep trying to sell it to us that this is the last dance. So basically it's from the last season that Michael Jordan played for the Bulls, but it's more like a, like I said, it's more like a Michael Jordan documentary because that's all you see is Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. And it's cool. But what ESPN tends to do is they tend to sell you stuff as if it's something that you don't know what it's going to be, but you really know what it really is. So then they make it seem like you're the crazy one because you don't know about this. No, I'm not crazy. You're crazy. I know what this really is. Like you're selling me on this. Like this is not what I know it to be. Like this is a Jordan documentary because when it came out last year, it was titled as it's a 10 part series that Michael Jordan finally released. We know what it is. We know that it's a Jordan documentary and that's cool. But again, don't try to, you know, insult my intelligence by telling me that this is not a Jordan documentary. This is a bulls documentary bullshit. <laughs> no pun intended, but I'm going to watch it anyway. Just tell me like it's a Jordan documentary and it's still going to be fucking dope. Like it has been and like it, it will be now because I know some people, in some higher places, I would I was able to get an advanced screening, so I kind of watch a few episodes that are out that people will be watching. Actually, today Sunday, um, that a lot of people haven't been able to see, but I've been able to see this stuff, so it's actually been pretty dope. Um, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll be honest with you, it's stuff that if you are a Michael Jordan fan, if you if you're a Bulls fan. You already know, you already seen it. So a lot of this just, it's just kind of regurgitated, you know? Um, and that's cool, you know, like some of the little stuff that they add in there, but they're really not adding in too much that I'm like, oh, wow, that's crazy. How did you get over that? Like, I know what it is. Okay. Like I know what this is really supposed to be. So please miss me with the bullshit. Like I already know what it is. 
But to say the least, is really dope. See, I told you, I've been watching so much TV now. Like, I've been watching so much TV to the point where it's like, wow. Like, you're really watching too much television. Yes, I am. I'm watching too much TV. So, but I'm just going to let you know, like, what are some good things to watch? Now, again, even if you're not an avid sports fan, even if you don't really care too much about sports, this is still good. Like, The Last Dance, you know, about the Chicago Bulls, in quotations, the last season, the last dance. I'm at season... Well, on ESPN, it's only at season one and two. I already seen three and four. So I just keep it at that. You know, I just keep it. I, I seen three and four, but we're at season one and two episodes one and two. I'm sorry. But you just you just you just see the greed, man. You you know, you really see the greed of how the general manager rests. So Jerry Krause. And I said way before he died that he was the destruction of the Bulls. And this is why young players now fight for their money hold out and people get mad what are you getting mad for like this is what it is you know people need their money so definitely watch that also i seen this documentary a while ago but hbo put it out again hbo and these parent companies i tell you it's called um atlanta um what is it murdered I forgot. It's like Atlanta child murder, but it's like murdered and killed, something like that. Um, but basically, um, it's basically about this child murderer, um, Wayne Williams, who in the 70s through the early 80s, he allegedly, well, not alleged because he got found guilty, but it said that he killed some kids. Now, in doing this documentary, now, if you had seen it, I'm sure, I'm sure you people seen it. It's about like the Atlanta murderers and, you know, the kids who were murdered in Atlanta in the late 70s and the late 80s. And they convicted Wayne Williams. However, this documentary is taking a different stance. It's 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 hinting at he was not the killer or was not the killer of all of these people. And some of them were adults, but the kids that were murdered at that time. So this is very interesting because for so long in the black community, a lot of people was like, yo, I don't think Wayne did. I think it was someone else. Now you have people who are saying he didn't do it and there was someone else that did it. So it's really interesting, you know, to say the least. But, you know, like any story, they got to drag along. They got to make it very, very interesting. And even though I seen it, it's still good to see this because I think that so so many times, you know, um, black people are kind of just thrown to the wayside. Like, all right, we'll deal with you later. But I just want justice for this family, whether Wayne did it or not. I think that it's good that, you know, these families are like, OK, they're still paying attention to us in 40 years. Still, people are, you know, like, yo, this it's like it like it happened last year, you know. Um, uh, let me see what the name of his documentary is. Um, it's called Atlanta's Missing and Murder, The Lost Children. So it's pretty dope. Um, well, in context to the story writing and how they put it together, it's very sad and tragic, obviously, because, you know, you had kids who were murdered and, you know, anytime anyone's murdered is sad, but to have black kids who were murdered, um, and also some adults as well. 28 murders in total. That's not, you know, a good look, you know. So 
so yeah so this it's it's very interesting you know it's it's very very interesting to say the least um another show that i've been watching it's called uh black hashtag af really stand for black as fuck uh it's about um uh kenya barris he is the writer of blackish he also wrote and produced shows like girlfriends um girls trip um he's like the black producer that you know people call it a black producer but this show takes a perspective of his life and how being black and successful how we want people to view us and how we view ourselves as well so you watch him give his kids any and everything because he's like well listen i had a bad life so i want to overcompensate like most parents do and give my kids stuff that i never had so that way they won't look at me as a bad parent but in doing so you see how when you are a successful black person you tend to make people want to think that yo listen i don't care what i do i'm this black because i had to battle that you know dealing with uh you know mainly white america you know you want everyone to know like listen i'm professional but i'm still black as fuck so this is how i'm addressed this is me so when I started, I would overcompensate, you know, I would, excuse me, I would still use slang words. I would still say stuff. I would still walk a certain way because I wanted you to know that I was keeping it real. And the thing about black people, like we want to keep it real until we are comfortable with who we are, you know, but I had to learn that, yo, listen, that's, you just be yourself and that's how you're going to keep it. So the premise of the show is you're watching him be quote unquote too real and just making a fool of himself because once you become in in a whole different area you tend to forget that i'm here because of the person and my creativity and i i i'm i'm at this point because i'm smart and and there's no knock on you know black people but again you know sometimes we tend to overcompensate because we want people to know like listen i am so smart but I'm still hood too, so I'm bringing this passion, and it's it's really good. I watched the whole series. Um, again, um, black people are a lot of black people are not happy with the show. They say it's like blackish. Well, if if you know anything about blackish, it was kind of paralleled so many ways of his life, but in black as fuck, I'm gonna just say that he's really taking a bite of his life and put it into the show because you have your kids when you're coming from a place of privilege now your kids are like mad at certain things um you know they feel that they want more you know you know um, um what they call it first world problems you know so but it's but it's a really good take you know it's a, again like i said especially being a black man you tend to overcompensate because you want everyone to know how black you are. But it's like, dude, I don't, I don't have to do that. But I think it was a very good show. You know, I know some critics are saying that people don't like it. And, you know, and even Kenya uh, Barry, she said, listen, I don't care if you don't like it. You know, you can have your opinion. But black people, we are very hard to please. And, and that's very much true. Like we are so hard to please. Like we can tell everybody else what to do. But it's just hard for us to you know, be able to, 
take our own and say, hey, this is what I want to do. And, 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 and this is how it is. And this is how it should be. So it is tough. It is tough, but I think it's a good show. So if you can watch that show, you know, it, it, it was, it was really good, really good. And, you know, good lessons in it, you know, you know, just look past other shit, you know what I mean? But it's, it's a really good show. And I would say, watch the whole series and then formulate your own opinion. Because I knew what he was doing. I, I totally understand where he was going with it. And I like the way it went, you know, because, again, our kids are spoiled uh, if you are middle class and to upper. Because, again, most kids are getting more than their parents gave us because we want our kids to feel like they don't need anything because we work hard. But sometimes we give too much. And I realize that it's, it's it's not about that. And I think that he really did a good job touching on that, especially in the last episode. So so check out Black as Fuck. It's on Netflix. Steven Spielberg documentary. Wow. I will say this. It was way better than I thought it would be. Um, And what it did for me, it, it, it also made me want to act more. Um, I love entertaining. I love acting. Um, watching this, I always had this podcast that I want to do, like a mini series. And watching that, I put it together. I was like, I gotta, you know, talk about it. Boom. But Steven Spielberg documentary is so dope because you you watch someone with passion. You watch how they just push and just don't stop. And Steven Spielberg is one of those people because you watch how his movies always depict. Um, a family that breaks up, but at the end come together and you like, damn, that is true. And you realize like anything, you know, art imitates life. And a lot of his own, you know, issues were being put into movies. And I think that is so, it's just so captivating. And it talks about his own emotional being. And I think that when you have a passion you tend to use that passion for your own therapy to get away to escape and being a, a, an artist, being a a producer, if you will. And he is an artist because, you know, he's producing, directing. You get to put some of who you are in it to help people understand who you are. And I think he realized that and he was unapologetic when he did that. And that was more of a cry for help. It was like. I had the parents that broke up. My life wasn't all that. We hid behind this facade. But at the end, we all came together. And that's really what happened. Like, I don't want to talk, tell too much of it, but I'll tell one part. I'm fucking, I'll tell. His mother and father, you know, like most people in suburbia, they live this life like, oh, we're perfect. Everything's great. But his father worked. His father worked. And Steven Spielberg said, I get a lot of my work ethic from my father. So Steven Spielberg, in turn, um, f- found out that his parents were getting a divorce. Not only did his parents get a divorce, but his mother left his father for the father's best friend. Wow. So, again, like I said, like in in most suburban, you know, uh, um, families, you know, it's like everything's peachy cream, everything's cool, kumbaya, shit like that. But everybody. Blame the father. And the father let everyone blame him because he said, I knew that she wouldn't be able to take it. I knew she's not built like I am. 
So when her father finally broke down, he finally cried. Steven Spielberg like, stop crying, stop crying. But you watch how, you know, again, when you love someone, you 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 just take it. Steven Spielberg's father just took it, <laughs> even though his mother cheated and she was in the wrong. But again, for years, Steven Spielberg didn't talk to his father. I think he said 15 years, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't talk to his father because he thought his father walked out. It was it was like, wow. So you so you're watching him trying to navigate and trying to become who we already know for 30 plus years. The Spielberg, 40 years, you know, some 40 years or 50 years. You know, we're watching Steven Spielberg because he's this dude to us. He's like a legend. But you're watching this legend unfold. And you're like, wow, this is Steven Spielberg. We're talking about he has issues. Wow. Like the rest of us but i took it as that passion and just just and just going for it that's why i'm like you know i was telling my lady it's you know two o'clock in the morning i just got to do my podcast it's just my therapy where i get to talk where i get to just be who i am i get to entertain and i'm watching steven spielberg do this with no apologies and i think it's so dope and i love it myself so you gotta watch that steven spielberg documentary Another show, I have not watched it, but I'm hearing nothing but great reviews about it. Ozark. I watched some of it and I, and I'm and I'm gonna watch, you know, more of it later, but I watch people uh uh on, on social media talk about it and give their reviews and nothing but great things. I am a late bloomer. Um people are mad at me, especially black people, because I have not watched the wire yet. I'm like, listen, I lived through that. Um, I, 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 I needed something different and the Sopranos was different for me. So I watched the Sopranos and I love the Sopranos. So people say, if you like the Sopranos, then you're going to like, you know, the wire. So I'm going to watch the wire soon. I promise my family, I watch the wire, but Ozark, I usually catch on the shows late anyway, like breaking bad. I call it breaking bad late, but I'm on time with better call Saul, which is in the fifth season. And the last episode just aired last week. So I'm watching that as well. You know, Better Call Saul. I love it. If you like slow shows with a good storyline, then it's good for you. It's not a lot of action. But for me, I like a good storyline because I like to go on this journey. I, I like you to take me on a place. And but. I need there to be a destination so I could be like, aha, I got it. You know, I want to feel like I'm in this with you. And I think that uh, Bob Odenkirk does a great job of doing that as he transitions from Jimmy to Saul. And you're watching this character play this character inside of a character. But, you know, dope, dope show. So Ozark, Breaking Bad. I'm sorry, Ozark, Better Call Saul, not Breaking Bad. Uh, Better Call Saul is a spinoff from Breaking Bad, but definitely dope. I'll, I'll say watch that. Also, uh, the Richard Jewell movie that's about the 1996 Atlanta bombing and this guy life was just ravaged. You know, it was just ravaged. And and it's and it's sad because it's the media still plays that, you know, we're supposed, you know, they're supposed to be filled with integrity. They're supposed to. Wait until they get all the facts, all the details before they start making a story. But of course they didn't do that. Of course they just threw it under the bus. 
and it was hot. They, they need to sell papers. And that's what the media does a lot of times. And this man's life was ruined because of that, you know, and it's sad because he was a hero. And then the, the next day he was like villainized. Even to this day, I think some people still look at him funny, like, well, he must do something. And the guy that did it, he was arrested and, and he admitted to it. But it just shows you how, you know, people just want a story. People just want to feel important. But you watch this naive dude, man. Again, I don't know if, if, if Richard Jewell was this naive. Shouts out to him. You know, rest in peace. But, you know, it, it was just like, I think sometimes what I got from it is that America can take the innocence from you and make you grow up fast. Again, I, 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 I hate the reference being an African-American male, but that's what it's like. Like you're this young kid and you're like, I'm naive. The world is filled with rainbows and everyone's nice until like, nah, nigga, your black ass going to find out quick that you are not like him. You are not like them. This is who you are. And now with social media, they they will do that. Like you will get slaughtered. Before the facts are out. And even once the facts out, people don't want it. Like Charlemagne said, why tell the truth when a lie sounds better? You know, something to that extent, you know, like people don't want to tell the truth. They want to lie because the lie is better because the lie is going to get you what you want. So, you know, tend to, pe- people, people tend to talk about just the lies, you know, and it's pretty sad. It's definitely pretty sad. You know that 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 the people want the lies and not the good stuff. So that's what I'm watching right now. Um, I could watch more, but I love YouTube too much. I, I like. I mean, I be on YouTube for hours. Like, I, I I pick things that I like. Now I'm gonna tell you what. I've been a YouTube head since YouTube started. People thought I was crazy. They're like, "What is this that you're watching? You what? I'm like, yo, this is just the new wave, man. If I was smart and if I knew about stocks, I definitely would have got some stocks on YouTube at a young age, but I didn't. Um, but you know, shouts out to me being older, understanding that. Now, however, I love YouTube. You know, I love YouTube. YouTube it just Cause it's just, it's just so much variety. You know, it's not just one thing. Like I don't have to watch what you want me to watch. I, I, I don't, I don't have to be in your world. And that's why I love, like I said on another podcast, I love that you can be your own content creator. Like if that's what you like, well, let's vibe together and let's make this, you know, let's, let's make our own and let's be who we really are, you know? So that's what YouTube does for me. So those are the shows that I'm watching now, man. And, um, you know, I know that my lady, she she watches a lot of TV. She watches a lot of everything. You know, she 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 could watch a series in like a day if that. She could watch like two like two shows at once. I I can't do that. Excuse me, too much like brain over brain overload. I need one show. I need to keep it at one show and cuz I I like to analyze things too much. So, you know, that's what I like to watch. Now, when I just want to be senseless and not think about nothing, I watch Big Bang Theory or YouTube, like I said before. Um, I can watch the Big Bang Theory, and and that's my nerdy side, the Big Bang Theory. You know, I'm, I it's just it's dry humor, but it's funny to me, and I'm cracking up like somebody just told the best joke in the world because that's how dope it is. You know, like Big Bang Theory is something that I really enjoy. Um, you know, it's it's just it's just one of those shows where you know it. It's corny to some people, but 
I can take that corniness and I and I can and I can run with it, you know. So that's my that's my suggestions. Now, if you have any suggestions, please let me know. Um, hit me up. The the information will be in a link. Tell me what you're watching. Tell me what I should be watching. Um, again, like don't throw too many shows at me. Like two shows. Okay, I can say give me give me five shows. But tell me two that I really need to watch. You know, just too much. So if you got a show that you want me to watch, say, yo, you need to watch this. And kind of tell me about it. You know, fill me in on a little bit. Because I, I, don't, I don't like to go on blind. You know, watching these shows, like, oh, this show's so dope. And it's like, nah, it really wasn't. You know what I mean? So let me know what it's about so we can really get into it. So, but, um, yeah, I just had to tell you that, man. I, and, and I just want to make sure everyone is good out there. I just want to make sure everybody is, you know, in a good space because, you know, we are in a quarantine time. Um, but it's been really fun to me. And I know I talked about or so early. I talked about the last dance with the Chicago Bulls. I was able to interview a Connecticut legend, Scott Burrell, who also is a champion on the Bulls 98 team. I interviewed him this week. So that was pretty dope. So I'm tightening up my skills, my radio podcast skills, if you will, to. They just do what I love to do every single day. And I and I love this podcast stuff. So, you know, it's it's definitely great that I can come on with everyone and just, you know, talk about things that I love. You know, so that's it right there. So, like I said, man, I want you guys to watch uh, Black as Fuck Netflix, Steven Spielberg documentary, The Last Dance um, miniseries, um, you know. Check that out. Even if you don't like sports, it's a good message in that. So watch that. That's on ESPN. It comes on at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday for the next five weeks. It's two shows per Sunday. So per week, it's two shows. So check that out. And also the Richard Jewell movie. Um, it should be out somewhere. But, you know, you you can find it. You, you know, definitely a good story. So. Check those things and also Ozark and Better Call Saul. Those shows are. I know Better Call Saul is dope. I haven't watched Ozark, but I heard nothing but good things. So you won't be disappointed in that. So check that out, man. You know, let me know. And like I said, all my information is in, you know, uh, the box here. You know, uh, email me, inbox me. Let me know what y'all watch and help a brother out so we can, you know, politic. I need some good shows, man, during this quarantine time. But like any and everything, you guys have a good day. Have a good night. Have a blessed one. And I'll talk to you next time. Peace.